0: Welcome back to another episode of the Sales Transformation Podcast, brought to you by Ledium. In this episode, Elizabeth discusses the power of gratitude and how it can benefit sellers, sales leaders, and executives. From simple practices to implementing gratitude in team meetings, Elizabeth shares practical tips and real-life examples. So let's dive in and discover how gratitude can transform the way we sell. Colin, back to you.
1: Today, we have got Elizabeth Frederick back on the show. Uh, We had her on a couple weeks ago where we talked about how to not set stupid goals. So if you missed that one, definitely check it out. We've got the link there in the show notes for you. Uh, Elizabeth, welcome back to the show. For those who maybe didn't catch the first episode, can you give us just a little bit of background about yourself?
0: Absolutely. I'll be a little shorter this time. Um, I'm operations officer and senior advisor at a company called Criteria for Success. We're a sales growth partner. So we work with companies that are experiencing challenges in sales. They've hit some sort of a wall and they need to experience a breakthrough, whether that's training, developing a playbook, um, developing best practices. And I have a lot of fun figuring out what our clients need to experience those breakthroughs.
1: Awesome. And thank you so much for coming back on the show. Really enjoyed the topic that we discussed last time uh, where you broke down the acronym of how to not set stupid goals. Tons of value there. And today we're going to talk about something a little bit different. Um, We're going to talk about gratitude. And I think, you know... um, Mm -hmm. You know, having a gratitude practice is something that everybody can benefit from, but you know more directly around you know how sellers and sales leaders or even executives can benefit from you know having a little more gratitude in their lives. So why don't you just give us a little bit of a background with your own experience with gratitude, and then we can kind of break down how it can benefit others.
0: Absolutely. So I first really started thinking about this when I um, encountered an organization called the Center for Grateful Leadership. And they're, they're really focused on understanding how gratitude fits into the business world and into leadership. And we hear some stories, right, of a CEO who sends a lot of thank you notes. And we all probably have experiences where you had a manager or somebody that you worked with and you really felt understood and appreciated. And you probably have memories of a time when you didn't. (laughs) And one of the best things that we can do as leaders to improve our relationship with our team members um, is to have a practice of gratitude. What's fascinating to me is gratitude has actual medical benefits. It's not even just that it's, you know, better relationships with people, but your stress hormones go down. You see Mm -hmm. um, mental health improvements. And so the practice of gratitude can just help us to be better versions of ourselves and better teammates for the people that we're working with.
1: Yeah. And I know that, you know, sellers tend to be, you know, one of the, one of the roles that where there's lots of stress, um, mental health can be a challenge. Yes. Uh, so what are some like really practical things that, you know, sellers can be, cause ultimately, you know, and I discovered this in my own journey where, you know, it's not about necessarily being a better negotiator or a better closer or mastering prospecting, like, those things are important yes, but ultimately the more you invest in yourself personally, uh, the better you are going to perform professionally. So what are some tactical things that sellers or even sales leaders can do to have you know a gratitude practice that maybe doesn't feel too overwhelming that is easy to um, you know put into practice and what are some of the benefits they would see from that?
0: Definitely. So I'll give kind of two categories of things that you might do. One is the absolute easiest, and then the second is taking that to like the next level, but I promise it's not hard. The first thing is to have a practice of reflecting on gratitude. That literally means thinking about it. So you can do that in the moments of your day. Sometimes people, I personally find when I wake up, I don't like to just like jump out of bed. My bad habit is reaching for my phone and scrolling through things. Um, when I feel really good is when I take a few moments when I first wake up to reflect on things I'm gra- grateful for. It's, it's not hard, right? I'm cuddled up in my warm blankets in my chilly room and just taking a few moments there. Um, certainly if you have an existing meditation or faith-based practice where you, you are meditating or praying um, at some part of the day, you can integrate mm-hmm. gratitude into that. That's really easy. But then we want to think about what are moments in our day when our minds are just spinning and it's not terribly productive, right? We're driving back from a meeting and we're like, oh, that meeting didn't go as well as I wanted it to. Or we're commuting to work and we're on the train or we're on a bus or in a car and it's just an unpleasant situation. You could use that time to go over your task list. Please, not if you're driving a car, Um, (laughs) but even better is take a few moments and think about what do I have to be grateful for. It centers you, it calms you, and you show up as a better version of yourself when you come into the office and you have thought about what you're grateful for, as opposed to you first show up for the day and you're like, what am I all the things that I'm stressed about, all the things that I'm anxious about. Um, it's it's not a great way to show up for others, or in the sales process. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think that um, this is a good reminder because you know I've. I've had a gratitude practice, and it's one of those things that you know you can be consistent with, and sometimes fall off. Um, and I found that it was, for me, it was best to do it. A- um, not necessarily when I woke up right in the morning or even with like meditation practice or all that, cause I'm a long time meditator as well. Uh, but I found that it was like before I hit when I, the first time I hit my desk for the day, um, I had a journal on my desk and I had a process, you know, I have a process that I do and like having like a page just dedicated to doing some, um, gratitude practice. And then it gets me in like just a little bit of a better, uh, mental state, uh, before, you know, ta- what I like to do is like tackle those hardest things, you know, uh, At the beginning of the day, uh, which is something we talked about on the last episode around, you know, not setting stupid goals and and how to break down your tasks and, you know, things like that. So, uh, that's where I found it works best for me. I'm curious, where does your gratitude practice, you know, has it changed over time or has it always kind of been, um, the way it is, how how you explained
0: Yeah. I find that for me, I I like to include gratitude in my beginning of day and end of day processes. And so I have a beginning of day process. And whether that's, again, when you wake up in bed or when you sit down in front of your computer of like, what what are the things I'm going to do? We talked last time about goals. Ideally, in your beginning of day practice, you're you're reviewing your goals and you're making sure that your calendar is aligned to your goals and that you're doing things today that will support achievement of your goals. But a great thing to add to that beginning of day practice is just taking a moment to reflect on what you're grateful for. At the end of the day, this is when it's a great time to have a practice of gratitude and actually potentially do some outreach. So, for example... Mm -hmm. We've had clients who implemented a practice where managers at the end of the day look back, maybe at the end of the week, look back and say, what are some people on the team that I'm grateful for? And just send them a quick email or Slack message of like, hey, I really appreciate you went above and beyond for this for me. And it was able to make my day, make my week a lot better. And I recognize and appreciate that. You'll notice that was more specific. It It was still a general example. But just saying thank you is not exactly a practice of gratitude. You wanna tell people what you're thanking them for and what it meant to you. You don't have to do that, but that can be a good way to have an outbound practice of gratitude. And a good time to do that is in a time of reflection, like at the end of the workday or end of the week.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um it's something that we even do in my household. I have four kids. And so, you know, we have like regular family meetings and such. And like part of our format is like, you know, acknowledging somebody in the family, something they did, you know, in in same similar format, like you mentioned. Um, And, you know, people, people want to be appreciated. People want to be noticed. Um, And those are things that can ultimately, you know, build better culture amongst your team, uh, everybody can perform better because, you know, they're showing up as better, ver- the best version of themselves and, and all of these benefits. Uh, I'm curious if you have any like specific uh, examples you could share where maybe it's a client that you guys worked with and you don't have to mention the client or anything, but you know, where they implemented something like this and what sort of the results were from doing it?
0: Absolutely. We had a client that was really struggling at a cultural level with um, silos and with a lack of respect between teams. There's often a perception among other teams in the organization that salespeople are spoiled, right? Salespeople just get to go out and talk to people and they get paid so much money and they get celebrated and they get gifts and other things. And salespeople are like, we are doing the hardest job in the organization. And all of you guys just get to sit back in your office and you get paid no matter what happens. And so there can be this this real disconnect. And so with one client, we implemented a practice of gratitude actually during team meetings. And we made sure that they were First of all, having team meetings where the marketing team, for example, was attending the sales meeting and the sales team was attending some marketing meetings, not all the time, but just having those points of connection. And one thing that we had the sales team do specifically, because there were some problems on the sales side, was they had to acknowledge during the sales team meeting somebody in the meeting that they were grateful for and why, and somebody not in the meeting, not in their team and why. And they actually, the leader sent out a summary of We're grateful for X person on the marketing team for going above and beyond, getting a proposal turned around quicker than even expected so we could have a great presentation for somebody. And they really saw significant improvement in relationships just from having that practice. And it was very like scripted out, like this is what we are doing, this is why, but um, it it can also flow kind of naturally. If you as a leader acknowledge people and, and express your gratitude, you're setting an example and you might find that people start doing that on their own or you can explicitly encourage them like in this situation
1: yes yeah we had a glitch there um so so uh, i mean i think that everybody understands at some level that you know gratitude is something that can, can be beneficial um but for h- how do you integrate it into you know having consistency because like i said even with my own self you know it's one of those things that i do for a while and then it can easily like drop yeah, off
0: yeah absolutely almost all of the research on gratitude and the stuff that shows the medical benefits and the social benefits and all these other benefits has been based on journaling. And you mentioned earlier, right? You had a gratitude journal. And certainly, we can have habits and best practices. Things like, as you said, if you sit around a table for a family dinner, or if you sit around a table for a sales team meeting, or you sit around on Zoom for a sales team meeting, you can include in the agenda uh, a practice of gratitude, (laughs) right? it's, we think of it stereotypically as Thanksgiving. We sit down at the Thanksgiving table, it's everybody go around and share something you're grateful for. There's no reason we can only do that on Thanksgiving. There's no law somewhere that says that's a part of the Thanksgiving you know, time and we can't do that other times. So maybe you don't do it every day, but maybe you do. Maybe you say every time we have the chance to get together for a family meal, we do that. Every time we get together as a team to have, and we have more than X number of people, we're gonna make sure to include that on the agenda. Um, the best way at an individual level to make sure you have a practice of gratitude is to have a gratitude journal where you have specific maybe prompts that you're filling out. It could be as simple as every day, I'm going to write down three things yeah. I'm grateful for. That's amazing. If you do that, you've, yeah. you've taken a big step. But if you want to go a little deeper, you can ask yourself specific questions. Things like, what's something that happened today or this week that I am grateful for? And really give yourself that prompt to look back and reflect, right? Then you might want to think about, are there people I'm grateful for? Because I can be grateful for like beautiful weather, but then can I be grateful to Colin for asking me to be on the podcast, for giving me the chance to talk about things that I'm passionate about? And that's a different thing. And so something good, maybe people. This is a, it's a little more complicated and difficult, but it's fun if you can think about it. Is there something in the future you're grateful for? It might be you have tickets to a concert of a band that you love. It might be that you're going on vacation and spending time with people that you love. It might be in a work context, we are about to launch a new product and I am so grateful for all the people that have put everything together and I'm really excited for this launch date that happens. And it's an incredibly optimistic and forward-looking mindset if we're thinking of being grateful for things in the future. It's a little counterintuitive, but it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think, you know, um, that it's not as difficult as people maybe think to just get started. Right. And I think that, you -hmm. know, if you fall off, if you do it, like there is no, there is no right or wrong way to have a gratitude practice. Yeah. Um, and and I think it just ties back to kind of what I mentioned earlier (laughs) is like, if you want to be better in your professional role as a seller, as a sales leader, as a, you know, executive, um, showing up professionally is the best version of yourself is how you can do that. And by doing things like this uh, it's all going to contribute to that. And although it may not may or may not seem connected, it definitely is. So Elizabeth definitely appreciate you You know, talking about this topic. Gratitude is a new one that we have not talked about before. Uh, tons of benefits here you know, for folks and lo- love just how you broke things down, uh, making it super easy for people to get started. Uh, any final thoughts as we wrap things up and then where's the best place for people to connect with you?
0: Absolutely. Um, as I said, Easiest is reflecting on gratitude. And if you can just find moments in your day where you do that, I promise you are going to see professional benefits and personal benefits to that. So really, really encourage people to find some point of your day where you can have a practice of gratitude, whatever works for you. Um, Best way to find me, our website is criteriaforsuccess.com, all spelled out. And then we've recently launched a new app called Calavia. You can find more about that at Collavia.com, C-O-L-L-A-V-I-A.com. I'm super excited about that. Um, you can also just find me on LinkedIn, Elizabeth Frederick. There's a bunch of us, but I'm the only one at Criteria for Success. <laughs>
1: We will drop all the links there in the show notes to make it super easy for everybody. Elizabeth, thanks so much for coming back on the show. We'll also drop the link to the episode where we talked about how, not, how to not set stupid goals as well, so it's easy for you to find. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please write us a review, share the show with your friends, help us reach more sellers and sales leaders so we can help transform the way that they sell.